0: developing future brought to you by the asian development bank institute in tokyo a leading source of knowledge in fast emerging asia and the pacific
1: for 20 years developing countries are relatively well positioned as they expand their energy capacity with a banquet of climate clean sustainable and renewable sources to choose from while developed countries try to overcome centralization and replace long-established fossil and fissile sources bound up in laws and regulations, a French energy expert says. Megali Dreyfus, a visiting fellow at the National Graduate Institute for Policy Studies in Tokyo, told the Asian Development Bank Institute that developed countries are looking at ways to step back from reliance on nuclear energy, oil, and coal, and to overcome legal and regulatory impediments to restructuring their energy mix. Europe, the United Kingdom, and the United States, to name a few, are heavily reliant on nuclear energy and fossil fuel to meet home and industrial demand for electricity. In some cases, 80% of power comes from fission, and rules define who can produce electricity for the local and national grids. In 2015, France adopted the Energy Transition for Green Growth Law to clear the bureaucratic path and battle climate change with ambitious targets for energy transition and greenhouse gas reduction. But Dreyfus warns that while countries such as France and Japan are heavily reliant on nuclear energy, centralized decision-making means the process of change is slow.
0: That's kind of a revolution for France because this is a very slowly moving country, I would say, and a very, very centralized country. Japan is also a very centralized country where local governments hardly have any power And um, also Japan used to be very much its energy system used to be based very much on uh, the nuclear
1: power. Germany, by contrast, is far more decentralized than France and is doing much better in its transition to renewable energy because local and regional governments can build small-scale distribution networks, Dreyfus says. She calls it... A system managed by
0: subnational or local governments as well as by communities or citizens, it is involved. It involves the participation of those uh, communities or local governments or citizens at various stages of the projects. So, either in the definition of the projects, so at the very start, what kind of targets, what kind of system we want to achieve, but also in the financing, which is something more concrete. The future is uh, decentralized. So. Um, it uh, uh, really uh, invites to consider uh, how you can shift from this highly se- from a centralized system to a decentralized system. And it's, a centralized system is characterized by usually a few units of production and transmission and um, uh, distribution and uh, supply, often um, um, provided by one operator or a few operators. There is often a monopolistic and a few
1: inco- incumbents on the, on the market. For France to fully convert to sustainable energy, it will require changes to national laws and international agreements, negotiation within the European Union, which prohibits subsidized industries while meeting the needs of citizens who don't necessarily like wind farms in their vineyards. It will also require national and transnational partnerships because energy is becoming a huge international issue. That's mostly relevant
0: maybe for um, uh, developing countries or countries where you don't have yet universal access to energy. And in fact, energy decentralization is often there, presented as a way to get very quickly... Uh, a system which provides energy, so it doesn't require so much investment as building up power plants, as uh, setting up a very centralized and big uh, system. So uh, in many places, this is uh, presented as a cheap and quick alternative to provide energy to to the people. So of course, this is a completely different setting from France or Japan, but um, this is something... To keep in mind, energy decentralization is also in the uh, discourses of many development agencies, actually.
1: Dreyfus said the developed world is undergoing a top-down transition in an interconnected global context, where sources of fuel and energy are not so much negotiated on the international stage, but at local levels over land for wind and solar farms and other forms of sustainable energy in smaller companies or towns responsible for meeting energy demand. Climate change is a big issue and we've heard a lot about it and in, uh, the
0: international law regime is quite advanced in that regard, setting up um, targets, it has set up targets through the Kyoto Protocol, to many industrialised countries, including France and Japan, and they were binding targets. So it really somehow um, affected also their energy policy. Um, so, yeah, no need to recall because fossil fuel, fossil fuel is related to the level of greenhouse gases that you have in the atmosphere which warms up the, 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 the earth, the global climate.
1: There has long been debate about how much oil is left, although as prices rise, new technologies emerge to tap an increasingly scarce and finite resource. There is concern that an oil peak is approaching, after which supplies will fall, making oil more and more expensive, despite alternative but costly methods such as fracking. Oil importers will become more and more vulnerable to manipulation by some exporters.
0: The nuclear, of course, is also... um very much contested for uh, security concern, environmental concern, uranium availability, we don't know so much, but and economic viability. And then I would just mention this World Nuclear Industry Report, which basically says that nuclear is um, outdated now that um, it's pointless to invest in it, and that actually investors have withdrawn already from nuclear, and basically nobody. Well, China is still very much uh, still uh, um, constructing uh, and set, starting up reactor, but uh, most of the countries are trying to withdraw from it. And that's a comparison of uh, nuclear growth capacity and production respect to renewable energy, wind, solar. So, um, just I mean, the the curves uh, talk for themselves. Just shows that. Yeah, in fact, it's very much. Um, uh, for, from an economic perspective, maybe it's uh, better to focus
1: on renewable energy. Simply turning off nuclear reactors and shutting down greenhouse gas-producing power stations is not a solution. Energy demand is constant and growing, and as one source of power is taken off the grid, another one has to replace it. Uh, in terms of uh, reducing greenhouse gases, uh,
0: you can see it's going it should be reduced by 40% in 2030. The ratio of renewable energy in consumption should uh, grow, uh, improve, improve, increase to 32% by 2030, uh, which should uh, improve energy efficiency also, and reduce the share of uh, nuclear in electricity. So currently it's uh, 75% more or less, and in in 2025 uh, it should be 50, which is easy. It's kind of easy to shut down the nuclear energy, but then you have to, to substitute the, the, the lack of power. So that means that actually the renewable energy units should increase because we don't want to
1: import uh, fossil fuel energy. Dreyfus says getting local governments involved in sustainable energy production provides economic and social benefits, such as job creation, to their locales. Popular support is there for sustainable power, which should remove obstacles from citizens' groups who routinely object to new fossil fuel or nuclear projects and wind farms, which can now take nine years to be approved. Financing remains a major issue, she says.
0: A premium should be given to those new uh, actors on the market in order for them to be, again, sure that they would get uh, money and for them also to be able to attract investors in their project because small producers often have problems um, attracting uh, uh, investors. In France, as and I think it's a global trend, energy decentralization is gaining momentum, but for different reasons. So maybe in developing countries, as an immediate solution to get uh, energy uh, access for uh, people who are isolated, but in a more um, industrialized countries, that's also um, a way to empower the citizens and to um, answer um, environmental issues.
1: That was Megali Dreyfus, a researcher at the French National Centre for Scientific Research since 2013 and affiliated with Centre of European Research on Administration, Politics and Society, Lille University. She is a visiting fellow at the National Graduate Institute for Policy Studies in Japan. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you
0: by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo.